This is episode number 264 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another live episode here in the studio. How you doing, Kev? Man, I am... Ah, dude, I am so good right now. Yeah? It was just a really, really good weekend, man. Like, I we we were uh, we were camping. It's fall, sorry, I'm adjusting the... Now, make me look pretty. Well, that's why I've got to make some adjustments. <laughs> a lot, I would imagine. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we just got back from, from camping, Huntsville State Park, mm-hmm. and uh, man, there's there's very few things that I enjoy more. Like, if... So, we, we bought a camper many, many... Well, actually, it's a long story. We've had a camper for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And memories are made at campgrounds and around families and just man it's just been really really good yeah. so yeah i'm just i'm glad to to have some some time away it's kind of re-energizing all that kind of stuff so man we just got back today it's been good so that's what's going on with me nice. how are you i'm good man i mean i'm excited for our guest tonight we've got eric blanco from from dry guys uh, a subject we actually haven't been able to talk about yet Right. Uh, um, Oddly enough, I know. So, um, so we're excited about that one. I have, I have two stories I've got to get out of the way. Uh, one, I texted you about late last night. Yes. Um, so, well, and whenever you texted me, it was, it was just kind of funny. I was like, oh man. And then the <laughs> second text, I just died laughing. I forget what I even said in the text, honestly. Yeah. But <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> well, let us in. What'd you say? Well, I, well, I, I can pull it up. Let's see here. What did I say to Kevin? Um, oh, I just texted him and I said, "There's a dead armadillo under the studio." So he was—he was like dead, like pretty much where you're sitting right now. Oh, okay. Um, and, and my and my response was, "Oh, yuck!" Oh no, yuck! Yuck! Yucky! I responded to that by saying, "It's not entirely his fault. I did shoot him." Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> followed um, by a ha 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I got up this morning and I was like, uh, yeah, that was really cool that I got to shoot that armadillo because he's been destroying my yard for the last two weeks. Okay. I tried catching him, but. I really only see dead armadillos. That's, I don't really see him alive that often. It's pretty much the only package they come in these days. <laughs> um, <but laughs> yeah. I got up this morning and I was like, that stupid armadillo is dead underneath that building. He's going to be stinking in the next couple of days. Yeah. So I got up this morning and we were doing some chores around the property and my son came outside. And I said, come here, son, got a little job for you. And and I said, here's the deal. There's a dead armadillo underneath the studio. There's 20 bucks in it for you if you go underneath there and drag him out. Mm. He was out of there by 10 a.m. Dude. And and now, now, granted, this is the child that has said, Daddy, when I get older... I'm gonna do what you do. Oh yeah, so that he's I in. Mean, he's all in. That's yep. pretty wild and, to say at that age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's ten, by the way. Did you say that? No, <laughs> no. Like my my famous line that I tell everybody about this business. I told my dad to go to hell till I was like 27 years old. <laughs> right. Like I didn't want anything to do with it, and mostly because I was an idiot. Right. Thinking I could like I was better for me to try and go do like my, my own thing. Uh-huh. Um. 
Yeah, keep your silly pest control business. Yeah, like I'm this a, this lucrative, very get, profitable go business. Get an art degree, and we're gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speak speaking of that, I got some dirty laundry to air. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, this so, is gonna be good. Um, if you've been watching the show any amount of time, you know that I own a pest control company. The name of the and I'm gonna tell you the name of the company because it's relevant to the story. The name of the company is Excalibur Pest Control. We typically don't talk about that on the show because no, we're we not don't. here to promote us. Correct. The reason I'm telling you is because we got a one star review on Google. Oh, now our business has been around about forty years. We don't chase reviews. Like we've got a steady, like stable of clientele that we've acquired over the years. Like we're. The business, sure. the business is doing pretty good. You're, you, yeah. So this woman, um, who I'm going to out, her name is Alicia Grafaldo. Wow. And she is a real estate agent at Redfin. Um, okay. So you can look her up. Uh, she has pretty good reviews. Ours are better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she calls us and says, oh my gosh, there's something in between the floors of my house. Can someone get out here just as quickly as possible to check things out. Okay. And so like we go absolutely just by the way, there's going to be a service call for us to come out there and take a peek. We're going to do everything we can. Any work that we do is going to be applied to that service call. Um, and she agrees. And so I, the owner of the company go out because it's not on route with anything that we have going on over the next couple of days. So it's only fair to send me. Sure. If it's like, Please come help me. And so she she plays the single mom card. She plays the, the the woman in distress and begs us to come out. So we come out as quickly. I think we're there within like the next 24 to 48 hours. That's pretty good. Okay. So I get there and do like a thorough inspection of this property. I walk her through. I walk the entire exterior of the property. I go through the interior of the property and the attic. I'm there about an hour. Okay. Right. And she shows, she's walking me around and she's showing me stuff that she's already done. She knows it's a squirrel. She just doesn't know where it's coming and going. She found a spot where it's coming and going and she just filled it with foam and it looked terrible. This is her house. Her house. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that, that'll work. Um, so we got him there. We just need to figure out where else he could be going or we just need to figure out if he trapped him in the house. Right. So I go through the entire attic. Right. And I find a place in the attic where it could be coming and going. It was one of those old attic vents, mm-hmm. and people usually put, like, wire mesh on the backside of it to sure. keep stuff from coming inside. Yeah. The house was so old, like, the wire mesh had, like, deteriorated. Oh, oh wow. So, okay. I was, like, I was taking pictures for her, and I was, like, okay. And so, I, I bring all this back to her, and I'm, like, look, this wire mesh has deteriorated up near the vent. We can replace that for you if you want, or it's something pretty easy if you want to do it yourself. Um, and I give her the price for that, and she's, like, oh, my gosh, that's so expensive. I'll just get my dad to do it. No problem. Right. Just wanted to let you know that's what it was. She also had a small trap up in the attic for catching squirrels. Okay. And I was like, great. You already have a trap there. Would it, you want me to just go ahead and set that for you and bait it for you? Would love for you to do that. Could you do that, please? No problem. So I bait the trap, set the trap, walk away from the account. Right. I was like, and, and, she, and I, I'd given her the price for the other thing. She said we were too expensive. I'm totally okay with that. Get your dad to do it. I don't right. care. Right. Like I'm there. And so here's what happened is we sent her a bill and the bill was $5 more than what she had agreed to over the phone. All right. So she called and let us know. It's perfectly reasonable. So we changed it. Deal. Easy. Five she, bucks. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Like it was, it was just, it was literally a clerical error on our part. 
We fixed it. Yeah. She pays the bill and then writes this. <laughs> oh, geez. There we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Paid for the trip charge. They gave no real value on how to remove a squirrel I have in between the floors of my home. He put some peanuts in a trap I already had and said that would do it. Didn't say that. He was here about 10 to 15 minutes. Not worth the money. I paid just to tell me that. So, real problem is her grammar. Um, <laughs> but, but she just outright lies. Right. I mean, just straight up lies. 15 minutes. Yeah, I, there's no way I was only there 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was there 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. Like, it takes me 10 to 15 minutes to get up and back and out of an attic. Sure. Especially when I'm up there taking pictures. I had to go all the way to the end. Yeah. Like, there's no way I was there 10 to 15 minutes. Right. So, this this lady's just, I mean, she is a scam artist that is just pulling people into her home to get information and then giving bad reviews on Google. Ooh, you see other ones? Huh? No, you can't look at what other, like. Oh, you can't? I mean, it says that she's given 10 reviews. Um, I mean, I can look up. Maybe it's clickable. Let's see. (laughs) Well, the, here, I mean, here's the problem. Like, yeah, if one star, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> found more. I, I one star, I knew you could one see star. It, yeah. uh, here's a four star. Um, it's some balloon lady. Okay, she deserved it. <laughs> one star. <laughs> yeah, Bal- I mean, it's balloons. Yeah. Okay, so like out of the ten reviews that she's given, eight of them are one stars. Oh Alrighty. my goodness. One see. of them's a two star. The rest are four stars. See, come on now. And then, yeah. okay, like here's the thing. Like, this is a dumb real estate agent. I don't think she knew who she was messing with either. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, she didn't know that, like, this oh, this guy might have a show that could actually talk about me. Like, no, right. this is a person who goes online intentionally just to say crappy things about people's businesses. This is, this is, this is like, not smart behavior on behalf of a real estate agent. Sure. You want to partner with businesses. Right. And, like... The Especially reason, businesses that are going that can feed you more business. Yes, because I didn't even a think pest about control, the real like, like <laughs> pest control, HVAC, a lot of these places yeah. that like are your are are common things you have to take care of during, right. you know, these types of transactions. So, uh, you know, for everyone out there that might be shopping for a home in Kingwood, let me tell you who not to call. What's <laughs> her name again? Alicia Grafaldo. Oh, Alicia Grafaldo. Be happy to link that up. Right. So, wow. And she has some, uh, she does have seven active listings. Um, all of them look overpriced. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> but she speaks Spanish. Oh. So, anyway. Bilingual. <laughs> she can screw you in two languages. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is frustrating. Anyway, man. and the reason she called us is because we have outstanding reviews. Like, sure. People love us. Right. Yeah, we, we can... Uh, Take care of your rodent problems. Yeah. And we do. Well, that's, a, that's the thing that bugs me is like no real value. Well, no, I, I offered you the value. Right. Like this is what I can do. And I did a bunch of stuff for free. Right. That's the most frustrating thing about it is it's, it's basically a service call. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, the, it's probably the lowest thing y'all have on y'all's menu. It is. Right? It know? is. <laughs> yeah. It's the most basic you could do. It's, it's what it sounds like setting and baiting a trap. You know, I mean, there's not... I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's not a whole lot there, right? I mean, that she just wanted the bare minimum, That's, right? Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she wanted me to, she wanted, like, honestly, from our interaction, what she out. wanted me to do is she wanted me to tell her how to do it so she wouldn't have to pay me right. to do anything else mm-hmm. other than just be there. Yeah. Which I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, like, we catching squirrels is not super easy. Like, people want you to do it because they think it's nice. 
the easiest way to get rid of them is to exclude them, like stop them from coming in. Right. And then if you trap them inside, it's way easier to mm-hmm. catch them. Mm. They're, they're just not lureable. Right. That, I mean, they, they are, but like not as easy as like a possum or a raccoon or something like that. So let's talk about this for a minute uh-huh. because I think that this is important. Yes. I mean, we this show, if, if you're listening to this show right now, you're either a business owner that just enjoys the content, uh-huh. right? Or you're a homeowner, which is our, our target audience. Okay. So if you are a homeowner and you call a person out, right? who is a contractor, to do anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what they're doing. Um, it, it could be a plumber. Hey, I've got a clog. Come check this out for me, please. Can you tell me what's going on? It doesn't matter what it is. They're going to charge you for the call. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a perfect example. The other day, um, my mother-in-law, she tells me, hey, the zero-turn lawnmower won't start. Right. I'm like, all right, what's going on with it? She's like, I don't know. It will, it tries to start, and it will not turn over. Right. I was like, all right. She said, I got a friend who's going to come over and check it out. Friend comes over. He checks it out. Does not, cannot get it to start either. Mm-hmm. And I, and she was like, do you want to try? I was like, why? Like, I mean, I can try, sure, but, like, I don't know that Matt, I mean, Two yeah. people who know what they're doing. It's her lawnmower. Like I, I, I'd never ridden. A, I'd never even used a zero turn before. She showed up at my house. Now I, now I love them. No, they're fantastic. But, but oh, yeah, can't go back. I'm no. like, this is, yeah. I'm like, but that's. I'm like, no. I don't. I don't need to test this. Right. Two competent people have done it. So I said, tell you what, the guy that's come out to do some work on it before, let's call him back. So he comes out. Um, I kid you not, he. Pulls it out of the uh, little shed that it's in. Right. And turns it on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, turns it on. Yeah. And I'm like, what'd you do? And he goes, I turned it on. Uh-huh. And I was like. Probably took it out of gear. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like something, something Z- was Zero up. turns have like different like little things that are different from like a regular riding lawnmower. Sure. It won't even turn over. Right. You know. Yeah, well, you have to have every setting right. Yep, yeah, every yep. bar has got to be in the right place. And th- there's safety things that yeah. they that they build sure. into them. But, but sure. But yeah, go ahead. It's like it was worth it. <laughs> right. So so he he literally like starts it and he looks at me and he was like I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know what I did. I just turned it on. Right. And and he he gets on it and like goes and mows a swath over here. Yeah. Brings it back and he goes, I, th- I think it's fine. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's fine too. How much do I owe you? Yep. And he said, it's just 65 bucks for the for the service call. I'm like, yep. Yeah. That's what I owe you. That's what you get. Yeah. Now, that's what I get. Yeah. That's exactly, like, it does not matter. If you call a contractor out, they've got time invested. Yeah. They've got money invested because they're paying for gas. Mm-hmm. Right, whatever it is, if they do nothing while they're there, yeah, you removed them from making money somewhere else. Yep, you owe them a service call. Like the service is a convenience, right? Yeah. You now, most contractors that I know are going to roll that into the service. Yep. Right. Like right. you just said, if you use my services, that service 
fee goes away. It goes away basically. Yeah. We're not adding it on. Right. Yeah. And so, but I just I want everyone to understand like there is no contractor out there scamming you out of a service fee. Whenever yeah. you made the call. Not only that, this person uh-huh. said it was urgent. Yes. Like have to be here immediately, which means in my mind you have work to do whenever you get there. But whenever you get there, all of a sudden your prices are too high. What are you going to do? If this is that urgent and it took you within, you know, 24, 48 hours to get there, that urgent, what are you going to do? Wait on the next person another right. 24 to 48 hours if they're that quick. Mm-hmm. So now you've got maybe up to four days invested in this. Right. How urgent is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and here's here's one of the other things that bothers me about this. One is, one is just the outright lie that I was only there 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, which I mean, it's just a blatant lie, right? Okay, like the rest of it's sort of subjective. Okay, right? Sure. And like, the, like if she didn't feel like I added value, fine. Right. But one of the things that I always do when I leave someone's home is I always ask them, "Hey, is there anything else I can do for you?" Yeah. You know, and if you say no to that question, it's like, "No, thank you. It's been great." Right. Which is what she told me. <laughs> yeah no it's a good question yeah. to ask right as soon as you right? go out we hate to say something similar you so know? but like if you're unhappy with it like tell me then right i'll fix it right yeah. but like you go to the internet and give me a one-star review yeah right. one based off of complete nonsense and a lie right but then off of like hey i even asked like anything else i can do for you mm-hmm. sure after i'd done more than what i should have been doing right from the get-go which was just diagnostic yeah. You know, because she didn't want me to do anything. I offered to do some stuff. And and then, you know, and so, like, one of the things that we we come across a lot doing this show is, you know, Eric, guys like you that wish that there was some sort of, like, recourse when people do this kind of stuff to them. Right. You know, and, and the problem is, is you don't want to do it because if you make them mad, then they'll just come back at you. Right. I'm just kind of at the place now where I'm just kind of, I, I, I don't care. Like, right. she can come at me all it, she wants. I've kind of seen it from every angle, too. You could write an angry reply yeah. to the review. That doesn't seem to help. It doesn't. It doesn't. And it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help at all. Help it makes you all. It makes you seem petty. It does. You know, yeah. but, like, what I, what I want people to, to understand is, like, just because it's written on a review on Google doesn't mean that it's true. Right. right. Compare it to everything else that you see yeah you know because like if you're if you're someone like me who doesn't go chasing reviews right i don't i don't have that many reviews Mm -hmm. but i'm way bigger than some of the companies that have like 500 reviews right sure and and so like it's you're not comparing apples to apples yeah i think even people are starting to become kind of privy to that right yeah oh a thousand five-star reviews or a hundred perfect reviews yeah something's up here right and it's, I feel like it's also, you know, people are just more likely to leave one-star reviews than say anything. Because we ask the same thing. Before we're done with any job, do you have any questions, yeah. comments, or concerns? And that's three different questions right there. So if anything should be able to fit in those. So to see your, a bad review after that, it's yeah. kind of like, what in the world? Oh, it's I, a coward. I know you talk yeah. are mostly a homeowner show, but it's like kind of, I feel like people do this with restaurants where... If their meat is cooked the wrong temperature, they yeah. won't send it back. They will leave them a bad review. Right? And just send And, it. like, they want to fix it. Yeah. Sure. They, they much, want to they fix it. They would much right. rather fix that baked potato than get a bad review and lose 
customers, right? Yeah. Let them, give them a chance, right? But in your situation, well, not even. Did, did not even an option. <laughs> you didn't even mess up the baked potato. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't, I don't even think she would dispute that. Right. I mean, like, if, if we were to get her on the phone and be like, hey, like, what actually happened? Like, you know I wasn't there 10, 15 yeah. minutes. You know that I didn't give you no value. I answered lots of questions. I walked every step with you, you know, held your hand through this whole yeah. thing and, and, and really tried to help, even though you didn't want to do the things that I told you that you needed to do. Right. It'd be... That's re- not on me. Really intriguing for the podcast if you could get her on the phone on the next episode. <laughs> she would never do it. <laughs> she would never do it. I, I, we'll do it. Like, if she wants to do it, we'll do it. I yeah, bring her. That. Yeah. Bring I mean, I'll be, I'll be happy to have that conversation. Sure. And amazing. She might want to do it just to, like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. I mean, the truth of the matter is... Um, it... it, it, it my advice in those moments would be do not go and say... You know, uh, how dare you on a review reply? Obviously, right. but I do think you can. You could say something like, "I'm sorry that you felt this way. Give us a call. We will take care of whatever issue, whatever." Right? Yeah. Like you, you can you can say something that goes. Whoever else looks at this goes, yeah. "No, no, no. We we did go above and beyond to make this okay." The other thing I would tell you, and just bury it with other people's yeah. reviews. You know, yeah. Like she one one star reviews are just. They're just opportunities for you to go, you know what? I need other people to leave me reviews. Right. So you start asking for them. Yeah. Like, just, you just bury it, you know? Yeah. Well, so, like, here's my thing is, yes, normally I would do that. Um, but honestly, she pissed me off. Oh, yeah. I understand. And, and so <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I, want, I want to, like, I want to take one for the team, so to speak, so that other businesses know that you can stand up to these freaking bullies Right. Who are trying to attack you through the internet and ruin your business. Right. Like, she's not doing anything to my business. No. Like, no, one, no one's read that review and believed that any of the, what she said is true. No. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she had the audacity to do it un, without the truth. Sure. Like, that, that's what I'm calling out. That's what makes me mad. Right. And so, like, I just want to call it out. I want to call a spade a spade. Sure. And, and, and just let people know, like, look, you, you can call these people out. Um, and, and it just made me mad because she was really, really nice to me while I was there <laughs> yes, and like, and was like appreciative and thankful and thanked me up and down. And I, I don't know if it like the, the, the price change just were like, really like threw her off or something and made her mad. That's five bucks. Yeah. I, but I, then maybe you fix it, which we fixed sure. and apologized for. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hey, sorry. Like miscommunication, clerical error. Mm-hmm. We fixed it. Yeah, we weren't trying to like gouger. Like we don't need five bucks. No, <laughs> it's like you know, it, it's like it, it was fine. Um, yeah, no doubt. And and, and so our, my office staff was like, "We're never sending you out on one of those again." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like it, because I'm I'm the one. Like usually my my staff tells me like, "Look, you don't you don't have to go." And like <laughs> I I want to go. I right. like taking care of people. Sure. And so, like, I'm the one in the office that pressed and said, "No, nah, put it on my schedule. I'll, I'll make." And it was, it was a day where I, I was off. Oh, you know, it was like the only thing I had going. Like, right. I had, I had, you know, stuff planned with my kids and all this other kind of. So, like, she just pissed me off. Yeah, you know, because she, I, I feel like at this point she took advantage of me and then and then tried to like harass me online. And I don't even know what she's expecting us to do. She, I mean, who does she think she is? She's not the first woman that's taken advantage of you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, let's just be honest. Well, and <laughs> willing on the other ones. 
<laughs> seems like she got her was violated. Do you, made, do you think it made it worse that you were there because it wasn't like a game of telephone? Well, that that okay, that's the thing. So you got to see like, man, what what you know? Yeah, that's the none th- of my texts could have done better. No, than this. that's the, yeah, no that that that's the thing is I she didn't know that I was the owner. There you go. And I never play that card with people mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm at their property. Right. You know, they sometimes they figure it out. Right. You know, either because the person on the phone. Some people will call and say, hey, I'd really like to speak to the owner. Well, I'd really like the owner to come out for this one. Sure. Um, either because, like, they've heard from a friend through a friend right. like, who I am. That's and so, the like, guy. Yeah. And they're like, well, we want that guy. Um, they don't always get their way, but we try and acquiesce to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, th- this was a situation where she had no clue who I was. Um, and I, I do it that way so that when I get feedback... It's, they're not targeting that feedback. Mm-hmm. So she, she thought she was dealing with an employee too. Okay. Yeah. Of course. You know. Of course. And, and so like there was, there was, there's a certain degree of that where if you're an owner, you recognize that sometimes people do that kind of stuff in order to try and get somebody fired. No, that's real. You know? Oh, for sure. And for, for whatever reason, she, you know, took it, took it out on me, um, which again, kind of funny. Right. Um, at we this had, point, me, um, when we first started our business, uh, me and my brother just started out in the truck. And, uh, one time we got off pretty early that day, we were three 30. So, um, we had nothing going on that day. So we went and got some tacos and had a margarita. Good day. Lady saw our truck and, uh, called in the phone and my, my phone rang. And yeah. She's <laughs> like, Hey, I just want to let you know that, um, two of your employees are sitting here having a drink and they're clearly supposed to be working. And I just kind of. Turned around. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm the owner. Just kind of hung up. Like, I'm right here. Yeah, no, we're yeah, good. That's me. <laughs> we're okay here. Yeah, I just kind of like it was man, Tuesday, man. What a narc. Like, <laughs> we have tacos on Tuesday, yeah, and we have margaritas with our tacos. Yeah. So, right, like, how do we you do big, it? We had, <laughs> we had a big job. I'm a 24 seven business, so. Sometimes uh, off Tuesday is a Friday. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, Saturdays and Sundays and Friday, they don't all have the same rules every week for me. So, but, it's when I can get it. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, real, real quick, let everybody know what you do. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Eric Blanco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Drive- 25 minutes into the show, we're getting to you. That's fine. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, I'm Eric Blanco. I do, uh, I own Dry Guys Water Damage Solutions and, uh, what we are is a we're a full fledged water and mold restoration company. Um, we are twenty four seven, so that means anybody that experiences any kind of water loss at all. Um, obviously, there's the op- big obvious ones like hurricanes and storms. If someone gets flooded, we work with insurance to restore their home back to the conditions it was before. Um, we also deal with a lot of common household leaks. That's honestly how we get through. We're not obviously having hurricanes every couple months but common household <laughs> common household leaks you know acs water heaters blowing up and uh, a lot of mold remediation you know we do we do deal with a lot of mold we're licensed mold contractors um and you know here in the state of texas if it gets a little bit humid in your home or you start to have a beginning of a mold problem unless you get it taken care of right uh, it really has the ability to get out of hand quick which is why there's so many companies like mine so sure yeah, that's that's a kind of a do you feel like there's a lot of companies like yours around? I mean, I, I know that like there's some, there's a couple of big names right. that do what you do. Mm-hmm. We won't mention them here, but like, I mean, are there a bunch of companies your size like what you okay, do? Okay, so no, 
for sure. Okay. No, there's not. There's not. Does um, it just, so? Does it feel like there's a lot because there's a couple of big names? That yeah, there's a lot. Of, take up a lot of that for sure. Yeah. So you know, there's some big franchises that are very international. And that, you're right. I guess that is most of what I'm competing against. No, I, I get um, it because I mean we're we're in the same yeah they same could, boat. They could be smaller franchises, you uh-huh. know, where they're not a big opera, but you know they're huge companies. Oh, all yeah. around the world. So yeah, I guess kind of the more local stuff, you definitely don't see as much of that in the restoration industry. I've mm. met a couple guys, you know, yeah. that kind of started up just like us, but it's not it's not many. It's really yeah. it's most people go the franchise route, which, hey, you know, I might have gone that route if I had a little more starting money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that there's there's a lot a, a lot of questions around that. Like, okay, so there's some big companies out there. Right. Which means they've had a lot of success. That I mean, there's a reason that For a sure. company gets large. I mean, Absolutely. they don't get large because they're screwing people and that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're obviously doing some things right. Right. But why... Why would I go with a a smaller business over a larger company? Uh, because in my mind, I'm just like, okay, well, why would I not go with someone who maybe has more experience right. or something like that? So what, like, what is your elevator pitch, so to speak, yeah. of like why you would choose a smaller company over right. a larger one? And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say, Every smaller company is better than every larger company. Oh, I would agree with that. You can't just say a blanket statement like that. Um, It depends, you know? You can. Uh, It's just not true. You can, but it's (laughs) not true. Yeah. I'm not going to say every smaller company is better. But, I mean, if you get a company that cares, right? You know, Bob's Pizza, his name's on the the place, and he cares. I think it is different than going to a big franchise. You know, um, like personally what I've dealt with working at the bigger companies and the smaller companies is sometimes if it's such a machine where um, you're not connected, we could have multiple divisions in the same company and we not know anything about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Even to simple things like going to a house, Uh, you call, you get a salesman, the salesman comes out um, and then he's going to send a technician. And then over the course of the week, you're going to have three or four more technicians if you have any questions, you get to talk to an office lady who mm. doesn't know anything about going on about the job. After the job, you could talk to someone else. So you're talking to seven, eight people for really simple jobs. I see, I've seen a lot of that go on. And then not only that, you as the homeowner are like, man, I've told this story oh, so many times. There's and nothing it's worse one than company. Having to repeat that over yeah. and over. <laughs> Same company. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, especially whenever a, a lot of these. A lot of these calls that you're probably getting, we'll, we'll get into some of this, I'm sure, but like a lot of it is like uh, uh, my kid left the wa- the water faucet on. Yeah, we get those. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. and so and then and then it's like you're having to call and be like, yeah, so this happened, so we we made a mistake, and like over, and, oh, like you, you say it say over, and over, over and over and over, over and over and over, and just like why, yeah. why, you know, yeah, I it, get it. it. And when I when I first started, I was definitely you know I was in the field, you know, doing sale, doing the actual work. So definitely from my point of view, it just it seemed to make way too much sense to have, you know, um, the guy who's selling just like in other industries, the guy who's selling the job should probably be project managing this job. Right? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, you um, think so? The quality control um, and just kind of being able to focus more on certain projects instead of. It's just about time, fitness. Obviously, you got to make money. You got to do what you got to do. But when I, when I sign someone, especially, you know, if we're doing a big series mold job, 
Um, that's a lot of our attention. In a, and we will turn down stuff if we have big enough projects that needs all of our attention, all hands mm-hmm. on deck. Because uh, to mess, for us to mess up, um, we really messed up. There's no one after us. If someone's hiring us to do like like a mold job, for instance, a water restoration job, um, it'll be very obvious if we screw up. They will have problems down the line. and Because the mold will come back. The mold will come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you mess up at all on the water restoration side, um, it's ve- it's honestly very easy to do my job at the bare minimum. It can be. It, it really can. Uh, you see a lot of storms where, you know, you'll see some roofing companies. They'll grab some restoration equipment, toss it in the house. Yeah. And it, you know, sometimes people could think it's really easy. And that's how a lot of companies will run it, too. Big companies where we pay our guys 15 an hour, toss them in the truck, toss some equipment in the house when... There's a big difference in between in any of our jobs doing it the bare minimum way and the right way. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of what we have to do has to deal with manipulating the environment, controlling the humidity. Um, if you do a couple things wrong and you don't control everything how you're supposed to, um, when you're drying out a house, you could cause it to spread to other areas and cause secondary damage. You know, right. that's the main thing we're trying to prevent. So, um, uh, what, I, what kind of what kind of damage can mold do? To the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to the structure, if once it eventually gets its little roots in there, it can start to grow pretty, uh, pretty hardcore. So really, you're just looking for porous materials, mm-hmm. things like wood and sheetrock, living organic things. Mold's a living thing. Yeah, it wants to grow and make you know little mold babies. That's its <laughs> whole. That's its whole point in going. Yeah. So, um, and if you ever look at anything about fungus, you'll see it has little roots like trees, mycelium. Yeah. And once that kind of starts working its way through grains and sheetrock, you can do as much as you want to, but you're not going to get rid of it. At that point, it's part of it. Um, you may be able to use a biocide or something like that, but I know a lot of people that put bleach and try to do all these, you know, kind of homemade remedies. It doesn't work. Like bleach, for instance, it's, all it does is kill the color, but that's it. Yeah. You're really giving it more water, and the three things mold needs is some, a food source, Water and yeah, an organic material, you know. So, so what is what is the food source? Any any kind of any organic material, like I said, so wood, anything. Oh, like so wood can actually serve as the as the food sure. source. Okay, yeah, wood. Sheetrock's a big one. Uh, sheetrock, it loves to eat sheetrock. Um, but things like stone, metal, concrete, you're not gonna have to worry about. You know, okay, rock. Stuff it, like it'll that. get on them, but you can just wash yeah, it off. If, if you're gonna see mold on concrete, what you're really seeing is mold growing on top of dust or dirt that's on the concrete. You know what I mean? So yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff like metal, um, it's not actually part of the metal. Okay. okay. Yeah, that stuff's real fun too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you? What would you say? I mean, because I, I, I can see how most of the time if if something happens in your house where you've got water intrusion right. it could be any like i just mentioned like a like a faucet that's overflowed mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe it's gotten on the on the floor and all and all that kind of stuff i'm as a homeowner my first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to go get towels right i'm going to sop it up mm-hmm. i'm going to you know get it as dry as i possibly can right um at what point do I need to call someone to just go, hey, I had something happen over here. Right. Could you just come check and make sure I don't have any issues? Is that something that should happen, or do you wait a period of time until you For have sure. a problem? What What's my protocol here? Um, 
Well, you know what? I'll say, like, if someone's having a spill, uh, obviously, it's not a big deal. If you spill a bottle of water or something like that. Yeah, like, like I, I kicked over my dog water bowl. No big deal. Whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah no I big mean, deal. you might, if you kick over your dog's water bowl every day for three months <laughs> in the same spot on the floor, like I have Move my the house. dog water bowl at that point. <laughs> yes. You may ruin your flooring get. You're trying to get PETA on Kevin's case. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, Every kick day. it over the Every water. <laughs> yeah, you got to give your dogs water. That's right. <laughs> He's not kicking the dog, people. <laughs> not today. Um, but honestly, I would say after any any kind of serious uh, leak, you know, if your sink overflows, mm-hmm. um, water takes the path of least resistance. So if you have a roof leak or something overflows, just because it looks like you see everything, that's not actually what's going on. All it takes is for one drop of water. I've seen, like, a roof leak come down, hit a two-by-four, and kind of that water go all the way to the other end of the house mm-hmm. just because it's at the slightest of an angle or something like that. So I think anytime you're definitely dealing with any plumbing or a roof or anything coming from outside the house, you want to get someone at least to come take a look. You know, yeah. getting a water restoration company to come take a look is absolutely worth it because then you know what's going on. Um, you're not always going to be able to see it with your eyes or feel it with your hands. You yeah, because I think one of the things that a lot of people don't recognize is – <laughs> and part of this is just because we we do a lot of things to cover up imperfections in our home. Right. One of them is baseboards. Mm-hmm. Baseboards are wonderful. They cover up the fact that your flooring doesn't perfectly line up against your wall. Covers more and than that, yeah. <laughs> it just covers up it covers up a lot of things. Right. You never notice it, but like you said, water's gonna like most people are not caulking their their baseboard down to their flooring, right? And so water is just going to get down under the baseboard. Mm -hmm. And when it does, it's going to go in between the flooring and the wall. And guess what's under that? Like wood. Right. Most of the time. And uh, those are the worst areas is the dark places you can't see. That's not Uh getting a lot of airflow or a bunch of sunlight. Mm. That's where mold likes to grow the best for sure. Um, Like a little example. There's a guy I know if you're listening, shout out. Um, <laughs> he's in a couple networking groups with us, but uh, he had a he had an apartment flood. Um, What's his name? I probably he probably don't want me to say his name. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, his apartment flood. Tell you later. Um, and uh, the the apartment managers didn't do anything about it, and it wasn't a big deal. It was just the laundry machine overflowed. Um, water hit a couple you know cabinets, baseboards all throughout the house. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything, but after a in their mind, they looked, and after a couple of weeks, everything looked fine, Yeah, right? On the outside, it felt dry. On the areas exposed to the area, it was dry. But even with my moisture meter, I knew it was dry. But because they never took those proper initial steps, mm-hmm. I knew the place was filled with mold. Mm-hmm. And it's just after 10 years of doing it, if you went and looked at it, you'd say, this is pristine, this is perfect. But I just knew that it was covered. It was covered. hiding somewhere. It was covered in it. I knew it was just because it was super soaking wet. And that water never had a place to go. So eventually, it only takes a minimum of 24 to 48 hours for mold to grow, especially oh, wow. down here in Texas. It doesn't oh, take, yeah. it's, it's air, doesn't I mean, take it's long at all. Yeah. If we're in Arizona, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People just open their window and call it a day. Yeah. But because it's because of where we live, the humidity, it's not just going to go away. Yeah. And that's why there are so many companies like, man, like I said. But this guy's house, they... They waited a long time, and eventually I popped off one baseboard, and sure enough, the whole house, every baseboard was completely 
covered in this stuff. Um, and that could have been solved just by, and we deal with this with the people who rent in apartments all the time. Oh, yeah. We go to a lot of these like, jobs. Look, look, look I mean, like, anything you can tell me about an apartment, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. Like, those guys don't want to pay for, and I, I don't blame them. They mm-hmm. don't want to pay for anything. For sure. They got their maintenance guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, we figured out that it was covering a mold. We were about to get a mold test, and right before we did, they moved on to a new unit, which we do that all the time. Sure. <laughs> Where we go to places, do an inspection. Okay, you got to do this. And they move them to a new spot, and I'm sure they just put kills over the mold or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they a lot of people do think that bleach is just going to kill it. Yeah. It bleaches right. almost 90% water. You yeah. Know, that's, that's the main thing that makes mold grow. So. <laughs> but I mean, like, okay, so like, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I remember Harvey when it flooded so bad here. Um, we all do, and <laughs> like everyone was oh, yeah. leaching the inside of their houses. Yes, they were mm-hmm. because they're trying to DIY mold yeah. remediation. Yeah, for sure. Because they were because everyone had it mm-hmm. and everyone got flooded. Yep. Like the companies couldn't keep up. I, were you guys? You guys? Were yep. you guys? You guys were in business then? Yep. Okay. Oh no, I was doing what I was doing. You were doing, doing what you were but doing. I started my business three years ago. So like yeah. right during the freeze. So so you then you probably remember, I mean, like people were getting gouged. For oh sure. yeah. For bleach. Well for bleach, but just for like service. Anything. Yeah, anything. Anything. And and like it was it was frustrating because like I know, like one, like you can kill some mold with bleach. Like and it the, will kill some mold. Yeah. It's not going to remedy the issues in the house yeah. unless you deal with the moisture problems and everything else that goes with it right. to, to basically cut it off at the mm-hmm. root. You know, like you can kill some mold. For sure. But like... There's, there's, a, there's a place where common sense makes all... You know, that's where it has its place in this. Like if I have some white seats or something, I'm going to put bleach on it to get rid of mold that's potentially sure. on it. But right. uh, if you're spraying down your house with it and it's covered in mold, that's... That's going to have some effects that you're not going to want, you know, down the line for sure. You're almost making it stronger. I mean, yeah. I mean, and what happens? Yeah. You, a lot of times you'll kill the color. And, and if it, like I said, if it's got its little roots in the sheetrock, um, that's can be where it's really bad. Now, a lot of reason why people hire companies like ours is because uh, mold's really easy to spread too. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless you have perfect, I mean, most of what I do, if I'm cut, if I'm doing a severe mold job and it's only, really two square feet of drywall I'm removing, um, you're going to see me going into a house and doing eight to 10 hours of plastic before we start. You know, mm. Everything's completely sealed off. We have to have a negative air pressure environment, meaning anytime we enter our containment, air is rushing in, so yeah. nothing's spreading out. And it has to be precise. All the vents have to be sealed off because when you mess with mold too, um, it produces mold spores. It has like, oh, like a, when you like hit it or yeah, when you ha- when you had agitated at all, it has a defense mechanism. It wants to make more mold babies, like yeah. I was saying earlier. <laughs> so it's real. It's realizing, oh no, I'm about to get taken out. Let me yeah. shoot out some mold babies. So mold is of the aggressive sexual nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a Darn it's them. not not the girl you want to date. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so I. So, what would you say? Because I know everybody around here. I, I think the most common thing is like, oh, we had we had a flood or, or whatever, right? Which happens all the time down here, right? Except last summer. Um, right, tell me about <laughs> it. But 
what what are the I'm sure you are busy through the summer because stuff happens. What is what would you say the most common thing that you get called out for is summer for sure ACs. You know, we're really, oh ACs we're overflowing. Working very closely with AC companies. In is that summer. typically like a clogged drain line? Clogged or? drain line, AC condensates, um, just sweating. You know, um, it, it really adds up because it, 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 everything kind of adds together. If the attic is too hot then things start sweating and because this starts sweating this starts happening it's almost like you know you'll hear a personal trainer if you have a bad ankle you may notice the other knee is bad yeah this hip is bad and it'll kind of work its way up yeah i feel like same thing with houses you know if you have a couple things wrong it's just a compounding effect until eventually i'm i'm there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until <laughs> you meet me yeah, right yeah, you do you go enough you if you wait and don't call enough people on the homeowner show you will see me <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think that's okay. Well, well, sidestep for just a minute. I forgot your question. Sorry about that. No, that no, it, I, I'll come back to it. But you, why, why won't people just have their AC guy out on a maintenance plan? Mm-hmm. Make sure that that stuff is taken care of. Like it is, it is way cheaper, y'all. I, I know way why. Cheaper. If you want to know oh. the answer. Well, please no, inform like, all of us. I, this, this is this is my opinion. Sure, I want to know. Yeah, it is because because like everyone knows that if your AC goes out, you're looking at what? Oh, it's like five to ten grand without even blinking. Without even blinking an eye. Yeah. yeah. So most people tend to treat AC guys kind of like used car salesmen mm. Be- because they they know that where they make their money is on those five to $10,000 repair jobs. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, they look at them as kind of like charlatans. Sure. And, uh, they, they, and like, and you no, and you, that. we all know enough of them that that's not the case. Right. No. I yeah. mean, like there's, they're out there, but no, like, absolutely. there's enough good ones out there that you can find a good one and, and they'll get you taken care of. But the truth of the matter is, if you're doing a maintenance plan and yeah. getting someone out there twice a year, they're actually going to prevent those things from happening by just sure. making sure that things are taken care of. Hundred percent. The problem is perception. I agree with that. There's there's been enough bad actors in the AC field yep. that they've they've kind of spoiled the pond right. for for other guys who are trying to do an I honest business. And so like those those guys that have maintenance plans that are are trying to like maintain people's systems and point out things to them to make their systems last longer. Mm-hmm. You know, unless for the, I mean, and let's, let's be honest. Most homeowners, again, the reason we do the show is like, like I, I would, I would speculate like 85% of homeowners are just completely uneducated as to how their home even operates and, and works sure. and functions right. and, and is maintained. And, and, and which is why some people run into really expensive problems. And, and so when you, when you have something like a maintenance program from an AC company where they're like, Hey, just pay us this amount of money. We'll come out. Once a quarter, we'll check right. everything out. People are like, "Oh, that's a complete scam." Yeah, like that—that's their. It's not right. It's probably not, but like people's perception is, it is. Right. Now, and I get that. I think, I think the uh, the question, like you're you're sitting here. So my question was, what is the most common thing that you wind up okay. doing? doing remediation on and it's you said yeah you said ac is is a huge one ac is a big one and and so Uh uh-huh my contention there is what is the the fix so that that doesn't happen to me 
Well, to you me, do got to keep in mind we had a heck of a summer just now. We did, was, yeah. yeah. No, it was. Well, you guys, you guys were pretty busy, I'd imagine. Yeah, the hundred five degrees definitely helps things. Which I mean seems counterintuitive, right? Because we didn't have any rain. Right. No, yeah. it does seem counterintuitive. Um, and also just the more plumbing's going on, the more water is moving around, the more yep. likely that there's a water damage situation that could happen. More kids are home. Yeah. Um, all the sinks and showers are getting used. You know, um, it's just more likely something can happen. Well, and with that heat, you're going to get dry rot, and you're going to get all those sure. kinds of stuff that winds up happening, mm-hmm. right? And then you get the animals that want to come in. Yeah. In yeah. Uh-huh. Chew but on stuff. That's always fun. Stuff. We get the raccoons chewing through Peck's pipe every once in a while. They, they're they good at it. Oh, they're, oh, they're so good. good at it. Well, so, like, so I mean, to to your point, we, we had one not long ago. It was, a, it was a couple that had moved down from up north, and they bought a house that had been remodeled with mm-hmm. Peck's. Because most most homes are not plumbed with pecs right around here. I mean, like they can be refurbed with pecs, but yeah, most it's usually homes, on the repipes. Yeah, yeah, the repipes are done with pecs. New, I don't know if new builds are doing pecs. Yet. Almost all new builds are doing pecs. I would I would think them. so. They're having yeah. a thing in the garage too, where you can shut off. Yeah, you know, it's like an a, no, electrical box almost right. with all the plumbing. That's, That's smart. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, no, I like those a lot. But th- this couple, the house had be, been replumbed with pecs, and they'd had a rodent in the attic. And it had chewed on the pecs, mm. and it didn't get quite all the way through, but it just got kind of down to that membrane, mm. and it the membrane started to leak. Yeah. And it just started pooling in the ceiling of the bathroom, and they didn't know until like two months later when they had like this giant bubble that right. had accumulated, you know, and then they had a moisture problem. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I mean? It's, yeah. so it's, it's usually not something that just happens really quick. Not always. I will say the quick ones, as, as, as shitty as it is. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Sorry. <laughs> no. We'll let that one go. Too late. As bad as it is, as bad as it is um, <laughs> to have your whole house flooding water, those quick, sudden leaks, I think, are way better than the slow. I would yeah. agree, man. Over time. You know, there's a lot of Because you can lie to yourself on the, on the small yeah. ones. You know, it's, it, it's not really happening. They can really go on behind your back for a while, too. And you maybe you open up a wall. And you say, oh, okay, all these two-by-fours are mulch. Everything's mm-hmm. done. We have structural damage now. Yeah. Versus yeah. having to just replace a couple boards of sheetrock, right? Yeah. Um, so those are definitely way worse. We see a lot where, you know, someone will nail something into a wall. It goes into the pipe. Oh, yeah. And it's flush. Oh, man. And it, what happens is like four or five years, it just got to wait until it rusts just enough into where a leak water will start coming out. Uh-huh. And it's from what a handyman did seven years ago, hanging yep. up a picture, you know. So, yeah, those slow leaks, they're a lot worse. There's what causes the most damage in people's homes. It's what gets people the most sick, too, with all the mold issues. Because oh, it's easier for it to accumulate over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we get a lot of, you know, calls just because... People are like, look, I've been sick for a year. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm thinking it's not allergies anymore. You yeah. Know? Yep. All right. So I have a technical question. But before I ask the te- technical question, have you seen the King of the Hill episode on the mold remediation? I have not. Oh, it's so good. What? It's so good. I just kind of started getting back into King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, if you haven't seen it, look it up. It is so funny. I mean, I'm absolutely going to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, because it kind of gets into like insurance scams. And uh-huh. It was, it was kind of. The show is good, so good for all that stuff. Man, you know, man. as a contractor you know, watching it now, it's awesome. Yo, yeah. Well, you know, they're fixing to do like a revival of it. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, the, the guy that played um, Dale. Yeah. Have you guys both mm-hmm. watched it? Sure. So the guy that played Dale just passed away. Oh, really? Boomhauer passed away. Was it? No, because uh, the, the creator. Um, 
Mike Judge. Judge Mike Judge. He did the voice of Boom Allen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Dale passed away. The, the guy that did the voice of Dale passed away, and so they're. I think they're kind of kind of trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. with that. But they're yeah. doing they're doing another like we need it a revival. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so good. That's a good one. Uh, but like they, they have a mold. They have a mold episode, and if you haven't seen it. Definitely, absolutely definitely check, check it, out. it out. Yeah. What I what I want the technical question I want because I use a moisture meter all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point, at what percentage? Because I know that's how moisture meters read out, right? right. At what percentage am I in trouble? Um, well, so I think the main important thing, obviously, if you're getting real highs in the twenties, thirties, something like uh-huh. that, that matters. But the most important thing is you want to take a base reading first. What's a base reading? So if we know this wall is affected with water, we want to check a wall that we know is not affected. Oh, um, so like to get like a control. Yep. I got Just you. because, you know, house A, it's 8%, doesn't mean house B, it's going to be the same. Gotcha. And you may do a couple things wrong because, hey, that house is just, you know, it's 70 years older. So Man, that's the same happen. thing. That's the same thing with people that are like, oh, I set my, I set my air conditioner at 73 degrees and you're like 73 i said it at like 78 and you're like nah man you're stupid it's like it actually feels the same in both houses yeah, right. let me tell you what, <laughs> if you said it at 78 you're a monster i agree no, i agree I'm yeah just you saying said that 78 i, I, I was just know i was guys. making it i was making it obscure right, right. but like the, the same is true like it's not going to be the same from house to house even if it's on the same like the same street, right? It's not going to be the same. So, I get it. You got to have that. Okay, so, you have so that what we're looking for is like relative. Yeah, I guess moisture. Yeah, and that that that's just that's relative moisture, right? Um, obviously, if the whole house, is, I've gone to houses where everything's reading twenty percent. Oh gosh, and I'm like, what in the world's going on? But there's no mold. Everything's mm. fine. How but is that possible? They're older homes. That's how. Really? Yeah, 30s, 40s. You know, man. Like I, tough, so like those really tough for, houses. For, for me. Like yeah. I start getting concerned when I start seeing like 13, 14, 15 percent mm-hmm. um, on anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, like, so like 20 percent. You're like looking at it. It's, it's, you've it, seen some that are 20 I, and no ha- mold. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it depends because sometimes at other jobs, I'm like 20 percent. That's what. You know, we have yeah, a problem. that's, that's we soaking wet. Another two days, um, and then sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes you go to a house and the carpet's never had any water on it. It's just very old, uh-huh. and it's reading super wet throughout the whole thing. You know, that's why. And I didn't even think about the carpet. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Carpet will do the same thing, and you know, I'll look underneath it. Everything's dried. Never been an issue, but it'll just sometimes kind of read higher. And I, I think with it, just there's a place for common sense involved yeah you know um so, so like with with carpet but then, there's no set number is okay saying. okay that's fair so on, on carpet though is it is it typically going to be the carpet or is it going to be like the padding uh yeah you want to check both yeah but if we're if we but ever, i mean like where's mold more likely going to grow um oh man if i'm talking about mold and carpet i don't you know it's easy it's crazy easy anytime we're doing a mold job we really just throw away all the carpet almost every time <laughs> just because it's uh, it holds it all in you know and you really you can do everything you want you can get every carpet cleaner i could fog it and clean it put uh-huh. every antimicrobial on it but that carpet it, if you have a mold issue in in the carpet yeah in the carpet let's I mean, be honest you wanted new carpet anyway you don't, yeah you yeah. want a new carpet. if insurance is going to be involved let mm. them give you new carpet and that that is that is the <laughs> tricky thing is um, insurance doesn't really cover mold remediation in Texas. It's not covered. They cover sudden water losses. Um, but that's there's a good reason, too. You know, people got real predatory 
in my industry 20 years ago mm. when the mold boom first kind of started a lot of I mean, I wasn't around. Well, that, that was that was the whole point of that King of the Hill episode. Was, oh yeah, was predatory mold insurance. Have I not seen this? Yet? I don't know. Like, yeah. it's, that's but the that, whole thing. That's it's like what it was. They they guy. just they just keep they they keep seeing like oh we found more oh we found more oh yep. we found more oh we found more we got to do more we got to do more and they just keep charging the yeah. insurance company. It was the wild west, man. You could have a little spot a mold like this big and. Um, you know, tell people, hey, you got some mold. People were scared. We got to gut the entire house. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Wow. That'll be 200K, please. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, stupid stuff. Well, like, but that's that's kind of the way. I mean, like, they were used, They were playing the same game that the medical industry plays, right? Exactly. It's like, oh, knee replacement? $300,000. It is the Oh, you're playing cash? $5,000. Yeah, right. It's the exact it's same like, well, What? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they still deal with it. Floods. And stuff like that, but they really kind of have regulated everything. They use Xactimate now for everything. So Xactimate? That's kind of just a program that a lot of, I guess, insurance companies will use for people like uh, what I do. Uh-huh. It's almost they have like set prices for everything. Uh, okay. You can charge more or not, but expect to get pushback. So are you, are you guys still able to get insurance claims? Yeah, so most flood jobs that we do that are sudden occurrences, yeah, those are insurance jobs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we usually we sit down to see if it makes sense to start a claim, you know. How much is this job going to cost with us and the reconstruction? Yeah. Um, even though we don't do the reconstruction, we kind of want to have it all figured out still. Um, how much is it going to cost with those two? What's your deductible? Does it make sense to go through insurance and raise your rates if it's only a couple hundred bucks more in deductible total? Probably not. Yeah. So we try to sit down with people and try to figure out, does this make sense to do go this route or this route? Um, and same, that's, that's how we determine if we need a bull test. You know, if I hear the word sick at all, we're getting a mold test. Because mm. um, nothing I can do will be able to find that mold. My moisture meters, my thermals. It's, you know, it's in the microns. You're not going to be able to see it with your eyes. Right. So at that point, everything I say or any other contractor says about that mold is just nonsense until we get a lab report. Mm. So that's usually, that's kind of what that important first step is when sitting down. It's like, all right, where are we going? What do we want to do? And sometimes you get your guys that are like, just give me a piece of paper. I don't Yeah. Care. Yeah, you know. So with, with all these like bacterial microns in the air, I mean, how... I'm thinking of like these new filtration systems that they're putting like air conditioning, like the UV filtration systems. Mm-hmm. Like how, how helpful is something like that? They're fantastic. For, I mean, for what, yeah. for, for preventing what you're dealing with. Yeah. You still got to go through the process first. So this is what I noticed. Uh, and you know, they do work, they work really good, but I think some AC companies can be careful about promising too much, you know, sure. like every, once we put these in, all the mold is gone and you're done. Really, I mean, that's that's not true unless you're doing a full clean of the ducting, you're testing uh-huh. the house. Nothing, you don't really know anything about the mold until you test it before and after. Right. In a lab. That's the only way to know. So anyone saying this will get rid of the mold, this won't get rid of the mold, unless you're going through lab tests and going through it the right way, no one knows. Um, but they help a lot. I think it helps usually anytime we finish a job, we want to get our AC guys to come in and we try to work with our AC guys a little differently compared to other companies. Yeah. We do do it a little different. Um, it's more, it's more complicated. Sometimes <laughs> it takes twice as long, but you know, we do it the right way. Um, but yeah, we always try to get the AC guys at the end to install all the UV lights, get all that stuff in. And usually once we're done, we're all totally wrapped up. They never see us again for mold. 
So we yeah. don't get a whole lot of reoccurring customers, unfortunately. But sure. I'm almost okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that is that is the business, right? I mean, right. like you you don't want. No. If you do your job well, you shouldn't see them again. Yeah, people say it all the time, thank you so much, but I never want to see you again. And I'm perfectly fine. With that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let me ask this question. How how helpful are dehumidifiers in in where we live? I mean, where we... They're so great we, for guitars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and cigars, too. Um, right. So, like, we, we moved out of a home that... I mean, we had an Ecobee uh, thermostat, and mm-hmm. it reads humidity too. Yeah, and it does. Yeah, I mean, I never it, used that function. It's relative. I mean, it, it's, it's not. It's a ballpark. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, it it kind of takes. I'm okay with ballpark. I just didn't yeah, even know it did it. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it it yeah it does. So if you look, there's like a like, there's like a little water drop, and then a number on your thermostat, and that's what oh, it is. Okay, so. That that number was always really high at the mm-hmm. house that we lived in. When I say really high, it was like getting up to like 60, 65, that uh, type yeah, of range. Above, normal, yeah. above what I would consider to be normal and what I was reading online was normal too. So yeah, you really want we, between 40 and 60. Exactly. Yeah. So we we got a dehumidifier. Yeah, but and that's, that number. Real quick, that's the number for like around here. Yeah. Any, anywhere else, I mean, because, like, we're in, like, a very humid. Right. Anywhere else, what, like, if, if I was living, like, in Ohio, mm-hmm. like, what should I expect to see that's, like. Um, just <laughs> just from everything I know, if you're in, like, the 40 to 60% range, uh, you're just not likely to have a big mold issue or okay. have things that cause secondary damage. I mean, it's, it's relatively kind of low, 55%. You can. 55 and under. Yeah, 55 and under at that point, the water's kind of going to get into the air. Um, and that's that's really what most of my job is, is for me to pull moisture out of materials, we have to dry the air. Uh-huh. If the air is completely saturated with water, which happens a lot after, if you check right after a flood, you check the humidity levels in the house, you'll see 90%. You know, And if it's at 99%, that means the water, the air is completely full of water mo- molecules and can't hold more. So until you actually start removing moisture from the air, moisture won't leave any materials at all. Huh. Yeah. So so I, 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 guess, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I think that that that's really helpful because it still plays into the question. Like, yeah. I mean, so what we did, and we were actually finding that we had some some moisture in a couple of places, but um, what we wound up doing <laughs> is we got the dehumidifier, and dude, like we were like having to dump our dehumidifier yeah. like daily yeah that stuff sucks. and and yeah. so yeah it does but i we found it to be helpful in just kind of keeping that overall number down in our mm-hmm. home but is that something that people around here should be interested so. in investing for in? sure yeah I, and you know it does depend on your house if you have a couple problem areas in your house and you know, go to home depot and get one of those little tiny you know just dump out sure humidifiers. it's better than nothing they also install them into the attics now. They though. do. They do put them in with Which your Which is AC great system. because at that point you have a drain line that you don't have you're, to ever dump anything. You don't have to ever <laughs> worry about it. Yeah. You're good. It has a certain shutoff. So after this sort of humidity, it'll you know, shut off that way. It's not damaging things because you could dry it out too much. You know, right. if, you, if you dry out a house too much, you could ruin all the floors right. and all the, anything inside of it. So you got to be careful. Sure. There is a fine line. Right. And I think that's why people say 40, 60 because. They'll put these crazy dehumidifiers in that will just never stop. 
Yeah. And before you know it, all your wood's cracking, everything's yeah. shrinking. You know? Sure. Yeah. So there, there's a little bit of a line. Okay. But yeah, I think dehumidifiers in Texas, yeah, for sure. Do not it. a bad thing. Yeah, not a bad thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I got one. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed to be good for us. I mean, we definitely got our use out, out of it. I mean, we right. we bought a good one. I mean, but I do like, I have put it in my house too. And honestly, you know, it did mess up my throat. I, sure. When I have visited some other states like Colorado or something like that, I'm taking cough drops the whole time. Yeah, because it dries you out. <laughs> it completely well, dries see, I, you out. I grew up in West Texas. Okay. And it's, see, I mean. That makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, the, like the, the humidity levels there are like 10%, right? right? I mean, it's super, super, super mm-hmm. dry in that area. And so, like, but I know a lot of people, they, they live in that area, and, mm-hmm. yeah, they get they get nosebleeds a lot, or they you know their lips yeah, are dried yeah. out all the time. Oh, right? I mean, I was putting on you chapstick know? all every day, three right. times a day. It was nuts. Well, yeah. I mean, I legitimately, and, and I don't say this to be to be rude or anything, but you look at a, at a person that lives in West Texas who's 80 years old, and you compare it to someone who's lived in Houston for their entire life, and they're 80 years old, and their wrinkle level is different. Yeah, like they just look different. Yeah, I'm like sure. they, I mean, they, the ones in those low humidity areas, they're a little bit dry. Yeah, a little dry, <laughs> yeah. they're a little dry and wrinkly. Yeah, look like smokers. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and it's not. I mean, and legitimately, it's just because of mm-hmm. the environment, you know. Right. So I Is mean, that why you moved here? Stay yeah, that's what it was. Longer. Yeah, to make me look pretty. <laughs> yep. It hadn't worked yet. I hadn't been here long enough. <laughs> Got a few more Hang in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Got to move a little closer. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what your excuse is, Craig. <laughs> Genetics. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not telling your mom that. Well, that's right. You you can take it up with her. <laughs> that's why I said it. I will not. <laughs> I will not. I've I've uh, done that once. <laughs> I will not do it again. <laughs> well, okay, so. I mean, we, we, we've talked about a number of things, but, like, is, is there anything if, if I mean, you, you have your opportunity right now to, to talk to homeowners. Like, is mm-hmm. there anything that you would tell them, hey, think about this or do this or don't do that? What, I mean, Or pay you, attention to yeah, this. Yeah, pay attention to yeah. this. Like, what advice do you have? Yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to go in your attic, for sure. Mm. You know, oh, I would out. say that is a big deal. Check Most people out. do not want to go to their go attic. No. Take a look. You know, take a look around. Um, what am I looking for? Yeah, um... Man, there's so many signs. Usually, I definitely, he could speak to this. Uh, when you see uh, rodents, there's usually a water thing. Or if there's a water thing, there's rodents not far behind. I feel like the two are pretty connected. They are. Yeah, they are, for yeah. sure. Um, so, you're seeing a bunch of rat poop. There's a good one. Um, your water pressure is low. Well, not only that. I mean, like, if you're seeing if you're seeing rodent fecal matter. Yes. That can carry, back, like, mm-hmm. mold and bacteria. Yeah. And, and be a, a food source mm-hmm. for those things as well. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've seen mold on poop yet. I'll be well, I've, I've seen it. mold around poop. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, though. yeah. But it, it excretes bacteria, yep. which once that's on the insulation, now the insulation can carry it. Exactly. So, yeah, mm-hmm. looking for rodents, stuff like that. Um, yeah, definitely don't be afraid to check out your, your attic. Um Check your filter. When you take off your filters, look inside your ducts. You know, if you're seeing mold in your air return, that means there's probably mold going throughout your entire house, right? Mm-hmm. So once you mm-hmm. have mold in the AC, ugh, man, it's a little late. Not saying that the, nothing can be done, but um, and once again, sorry, AC company, not any kind of anybody that says I can do an AC cleaning with mold, I just. 
trust it. I don't completely trust so, it. So, like, so I mean, if you could real quick, because I've seen this pop up quite a bit lately, like these duct cleaning yes, services. The duct cleaning. That's what. So, exactly uh, I'm and they're about. claiming and, and duct cleaning services that claim that they can deal with mold. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are what are they doing that they're saying that they can deal with mold? Um, I think it's a lot of just. They're putting bleach on a brush and running it no, through the ducts? It's a lot of just brushes. It's just brushes. It's just brushes. It's just getting rid of the dust. Which I mean, I'm sure there's other companies that are doing more than that. Yeah, but I'm and, and there's really good ways of doing it, too. They have, you know, what, brand new systems where you have to seal everything off, and uh, it's got a vacuum as you're brushing everything. But once again, just getting going with a paper towel or with a brush or whatever you're doing and just wiping off all that dust doesn't get rid of the mold. Um and it's probably why they're not recommending mold tests after they're doing the duct cleaning. You know, they, <laughs> right. they know they're going to fail. So l- l- let me ask you this. Like, say you've got a, a duct cleaning company and you're pumping, like, bleach or concrobium mm-hmm. through through the system. Like, I- is that going to be helpful? So, um, you know, if I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to give away any industry secrets, but I'm just wondering if there's like duct cleaning services that are offering like upgrades or I, 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 I don't it's know. A, it's and I, I know I hate saying this, but everything's a case by case basis. It really is. Oh No, that's fine. And, yeah, uh, it, it depends on the spore levels, you know, and how it's just like how they do the just how you take readings on wood. They check the outside levels. What are the outside mold levels? Because uh-huh. that they don't have a set amount in the States to say. This is the bad amount of mold. They test it to outside levels, uh-huh. and then they compare it to that. So that that's kind of how they know. Um, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was I was asking if there's if there's duct cleaning services and they're running like bleach or concrobium. Oh, right. And so the, so if 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 the uh, protocol or the mold test says okay, we might have a small issue. Just have an AC guy come take a look, and it seems minuscule, and the levels are below safe. Then yeah, it could work. Or if it's slightly above then it might do just enough. To, all we want to do is get below levels. Uh-huh. Um, we can't ask for much more than that because um, the second you open the door, it's going to equal out anyway. Right, yeah. So all you can ask is for, you know, outdoor levels. So, yeah, there, there's a time and place for it. Um, it. It just sucks that all these things, it really depends. It really depends. Sure. Yeah. I always recommend going through, if you're worried about it and you're worried about things happening or spreading or causing more damage to just – go through the right steps um, and get a mold test. Yeah. Ideally, we want to come in way before that. We want to come in when they first have the leaks so they don't have to go that route because sometimes you can have a leak and I'm popping off a baseboard, spraying it, putting in a dehue for two days. Mm-hmm. We're calling it a day. You may, maybe you put the baseboard back and that's it. Yeah. Versus if you wait on it, going through the mold situation, um, it could be way different. It's a lot more intense. Um, you want to avoid it if you can, but once you're there... You want to do it the right way because if you mess it up, all you can do is cause more damage down the line. Yeah. yeah. D- defer it and push it further on down the road. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't push it down. Anytime you're dealing with water damage in Houston, don't push it down the road. It only gets more expensive. So can it, I mean, like one of the things, I, I know we talked about carpet earlier. And I mean, if you if you don't know, we've been doing this for like almost an hour and 15 minutes. Um, okay. I just see, you, just, you, didn't, you didn't think you had enough in the tank, did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, what about like wood floors when they get wet? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know like you can't see the underside. So there's a couple different ways to drive in wood floors. You know, we can get mats, we can do other things. Um, this is what I found. If it's upstairs, really easy. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. if it's sitting on subflooring. Mm. Once we're glued to concrete. Different story. Diff- totally different story. 
you're really most if you're it's most likely not going to save it you know and once that buckling starts happening for it to go back down is really hard once yeah. that once your floors start buckling uh-huh. from water damage um to really get that to go back down it's really hard you know it but once again depends on the flooring if you got engineered wood floors you know the press together stuff mm-hmm. it's not going to go back to normal if you got right. real wood you know solid wood floors uh-huh. um you have more of a chance you know Oh, you can dry them out and possibly... Yeah, you have more of a chance. I have dried out. I've dried out homes full of wood flooring. And then other times, you know, had my equipment in there for weeks and not made it a bunch, you know. Yeah. Um, so it depends. It depends on how much glue they want to slap on that wood, <laughs> you know. Depends on the kind of wood. Yeah. I, I know I keep throwing that answer out there. But that, no, no, no. That's no. what like, it is. Yeah. What, so uh, to me, that raises a question of, like, what's what's the most mold-resistant flooring you can put in your home? Um, I mean, there's obviously that rubber vinyl stuff. Really? Yeah, you know, the where it's just basically waterproof vinyl. You can completely seal the outside of it. But, oh, but the obvious answer is tile. I was just say tile, tile, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, okay. Right. Tile's the best. Nothing usually, unless they did a real bad tile job. A lot of times, if you have a flood, you don't even have to remove it. You know, if they, sure. If they did a good job with the grout and putting everything crisscross, right? Um, a lot of times you don't even have to take out the tile. So tile's awesome. I yeah. love tile. Especially the wood tile. You know, the one oh, they look the great. tile that looks like wood flooring. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that stuff. We did our we did our uh our master bath shower mm. in wood tile. Right. And, and a lot of people walk in and they're like, Well, how do you keep that from rotting? And I'm like, because it's not wood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that good, huh? Oh yeah, no, it looks seen, awesome. I've seen where people they get rid of the grout. And they yeah. just put tile on tile on that wood tile, and uh-huh. it looks real good. It looks like yeah. solid. Wood yeah, you. I mean, but the issue you run up against, like exactly what you're talking about, is moisture getting through that. Yeah, you know, I mean, like it's it's pro- it looks great. It does look great, and it will crack easier, but for sure, you know. So because we're we're uh, we're actually we 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 tried putting tile on the second floor mm-hmm. in some areas, and it didn't go well. Yeah, we're fixing after it, like it lasted seven years. It's harder on subfloor. Yeah, it, it just cracks easier, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing like long plank and yeah, like it's all, definitely you know you need smaller stuff. If you're going to do stuff upstairs, right? We, we learned that the hard way. Um, we just like the way it looked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we wanted it, mm-hmm. so we got it. And all these all these things depend on obviously the kind of water. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's clean water like that's from your sink. And then anything that's sewage or rain or anything coming from outside the house, yeah, or that's a backup something. Obviously, anything that water touches, it's so grossly contaminated. Don't we don't want to take a chance? We just want to take it out and replace it. Yeah, that's just the mood to do with that. So if you have a sewage backup and it, that soaks up your floors, um, you don't want to dry and clean that out. That is carrying some very harmful, disgusting bacteria. And it's anytime if you ever do have a humidity issue. There's so much bacteria and, you know, gross contamination in there that it just makes it so much easier for the mold to grow in the future. Yeah. So depends on the kind of water, too. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and any, anything else, Kevin? No, I mean, I, I was just thinking, you know, that's probably a, a good place to kind of kind of move on to the next section. Which we haven't done in a long time. We haven't time. done in a long time. You almost <laughs> forgot about it, didn't you? Well, I've obviously, I, like, I've never been able to remember the questions well, themselves. No, so you're already kind of behind, but we have to <laughs> do we have to do the thing, which is normal. We have to do the thing that we do with all of our first time guests. Okay, and that is very simply called the final four. The final four. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Was that like a laugh track? I think so. Let's see what we can find here. There we go. The final four. The final four. That was so, it was kind of like. All right. Well, it's very simple. But this is the four questions that we ask each and every one of our guests. Which we did right? not warn him about, We did by not the way. on purpose. Let's I go. thought about it, but I chose not to. All right? So <laughs> here we go. Just like a Rangers Here's the fan. four questions. We're going to start with <laughs> oh, number boy. one because that's the way Dude, questions work. You start with the first one. That would be weird if we didn't. So the first question is this. What is the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? Um, That's my... Do it all in one, you know, a little two thousand dollar moisture meter, hydrometer, thermal mix. Ooh, okay. yeah. So I just instead of you know looking like Batman walking in a house of four different tools, I, I was like, if it there's got to be one expensive thing that does all these. So yeah, yeah. So I can t- test the humidity, moisture, and take thermal pictures just with this little thing. That oh, that's cool. My little fanny pack, you know, that I carry. It takes around. thermal pictures. Yeah, it takes thermals. Humidity and moisture readings. That's nice. cool. It's not cheap. <laughs> what? Well, no. I'm so scared but... of dropping it all the time. But um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I mean, for my job, that's fine. No, no one else gets to play no, with that, good. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I really like it. Yeah. All right. Second question is this. What's a job you walked away from? Now, mm. I, I we all, always, it's, it's frustrating for most people, probably for us to continue to put this caveat in here, but it was our fault to begin with. What we meant by this question was, what's like a project around your house you started and you just kind of quit? But wait, a um, job I walked away from. But or a then, project then my house? yeah. So it's really we wanted to ask the question: What's a project you started and you walked away from? You had to call in the professional. A professional. However, okay. we as morons asked the question the first time. We worded it what's, poorly. What's a job you walked away from? And we're not changing it. So what the question is. What's a job you walked away from? And you can take that however you want to. Um, you know, I've got a couple. No, what, there. I got two. First one real quick was we kind of got pushed off of it because after we installed our equipment the next day, someone got shot in the guy's driveway Oof. and it oh. became a murder scene. So we got oh. kicked out. Oh, Jeez. we had to stop. Um, that's different. Yeah, yep. so that was. I think that's the first. I one. wouldn't have. Uh, I walked I, around the chalk with my equipment. It was weird. Oh, anyway, so, gosh. It, so it, 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 the other one, like uh, they made you. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually genuinely concerned about the investigative techniques of these. So, like, they made you move your equipment. Uh huh. Why? Uh, I don't know. Well, the customer just was like, I don't care. I'm dealing with other stuff, right? But now. I would imagine the police would have been like, "No, everything needs to stay in place till we finish this investigation." Mm-mm. No, there's little, you know. <laughs> was it like a cut and dry? Like had, we know they, exactly who shot had, this guy. Well, yeah. they had their oh, okay. line. That, yeah, make, that was, makes way more sense. One of these neighborhoods is a guy that owns a, a big car, a carpet cleaning company, actually. But uh, he it's did. one of these neighborhoods <laughs> in Houston where they're he did. It's one there. <laughs> I don't think he was the one that died. <laughs> but, uh, it was uh, one of those gentrifying, you know, Houston neighborhoods okay. where you see million dollar home next to bars on the window. Oh yeah. Home. yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of those neighborhoods. Um, the other one that we um actually turned down was just, you know, we get we for some reason get a lot of hoarding orders call us. <sighs> I don't know why. It's uh their house is covered in poop and fecal matter and you know. A thousand years in newspapers, um, but they have a little leak, and they're like, 
can you fix that? And you're just kind of looking around like, lady. You have bigger problems. You got some <laughs> stuff to figure out. We, we know a guy. Yeah. We do know a guy. We know a guy. Yeah, but a couple um, of guys. Yeah. Yeah, there was one job where they just, it was, this house was bizarre. I don't know how anyone lived in it. It looks like they gutted half of it. And they said, yeah, we gutted that half about 30 years ago. We just haven't gotten back to Jeez. it. Whoa. And there's still so much mold covering it. And they called me. The whole place was covered in mold. And they called me to, they really didn't like one particular spot of mold. And they asked me to cut through it. But when I was cutting it out, they didn't want me to do any of the right stuff. They just wanted me to literally, I would literally be cutting through mold. And they just wanted that little part out. Oh. And I'm just like, it's it's 50, it's 100 square feet solid black. Oh. You know, I didn't walk in there without a mask and clothes just for the sale. Yeah. Um. So they said, can you do that? I'm like, I just had to tell them no. I cannot in good conscience do that. You know, I'm not going to make things better. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sell someone something if I'm not making it better. Like, what are we doing here? You yeah. Um, so, no, I did, my have, time. I did have to turn that one down. Um, and they were a little upset at me. But um, luckily, I didn't get a bad review out of it. <laughs> they just left me alone. But, uh, yeah, it's I did have to one. turn that down. Cause must, must not have been my friend over in Kingwood. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, next question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Oh, boy. Um, my business has been good. Got a boat last year. That's been keeping me busy. Oh, nice. Hey. That's been real nice. Uh, what, kind, a, what kind of boat? I got a Rinker Captiva, kind of an old 90s one. Okay. It's got the teal and pink. That's My wife picked the colors. That's what, what based everything, actually. I had all these good boats in line. She's like, I like the colors on that one. So we got that one. There you go. Um, I had a funny, when I, I never had a boat before, so uh-huh. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was wanting to say what y'all were talking about earlier about the professional coming to people's houses. I got stuck somewhere, and I had to call one of those boat towing people to come to my thing, and I thought the boat was messed up, and he just, like, hit one button, turned it on for me. Oh, pay him 200 oh, yeah. bucks. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was worth it. You know, I had to get out of there. Yeah, the um, boat wasn't ruined. Right. Yeah, he just. But, yeah, after a long day, I like doing that. Um, so where do, you, where do you drive it mostly? Lake Conroe. Lake Conroe? Lake okay. Conroe. And video games. I like video games. You know, I'd, I. What was, game are you playing right now? Um, I mostly stick to, you know, the 2Ks, the Maddens. You know, oh, your sports. Like okay. Yeah, yeah, mostly stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll play a, you know, like, I got to be careful, though. I get real addicted to that stuff, so uh-huh. I, I get like one or two games a year. That's when I'm allowed. Okay. I tried playing Red Dead Redemption too. That was a cowboy game. Oh yeah, no, okay, I'm familiar. If you know about it? I oh, do. Jeez, man, I was not a good person. <laughs> that, game. <laughs> that game will not turn you into a good person. Yeah, it was right when I started my business too. So it was like I quit my other job, started my business. Red Dead Two came out, and it was just a bad time. <laughs> bad. I, I could have been further where I am now if it wasn't for that video. Yeah, game, l- so. l- let me tell you something. Like I, I enjoy video games. Yeah. I don't. I rarely play them ever. I, I I was really into them when I was in college. Yeah, but let me tell you something. I know myself. I can't play them that much. That is a cool game. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like Shakespeare. You I, know, it's 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 a beautiful story. You well, know, it's just I, it's I was just in it. You can be a cowboy. Yeah. Oh, I spent so much time just fishing on that game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Eighty hours. got so this is where I knew it got bad. Sorry, but this is where I knew it got bad. Is I was playing so much of that video game. That, like, I saw a horse somewhere, and I was like, oh, that horse looks real realistic. In real life. In real life, yeah. <laughs> you, you, and you probably thought in your brain, I can break that horse. Yeah. <laughs> it was simple things. Like, that tree looks good. Like, of course it looks good, Eric. It's real. It's real. <laughs> you got to stop. So, 
once I noticed that I said that about the horse and tree all right there. So, yeah. God, those look really good. Like an artist made it or something. Um, <laughs> His name is God. Yeah, God. Like, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I'm giving him credit, you know. He's a good painter. <laughs> He's a good, good painter. painter. But um, once that happened, I stopped playing. So I haven't played in a while. So l- l- r- real quick, let me let me interject here. Uh, so I have started, and I, I'm not going to tell the name because I don't want people going over and checking it out just yet. Um, I have started an Instagram account. Have you guys heard about AI art? Yes. Do you guys know about this? Yes. Yeah, nuts. Yeah. So like, here here's the thing. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize this. There are platforms where because you write the prompts. Mm-hmm. You own the rights to the art. Correct. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I have started an account where I'm generating all this art. Um, mm. and, and, and like it gets weird, right? Yeah. Because I, I'm about to post some about Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Some portraits that I created okay. of Clint Eastwood. I'll show them to you guys after the show. Uh-huh. And, and they're crazy. How many arms does he have? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't want to give too much information away because, like, right. I don't want people like like spamming the the account yeah. or anything like that. Because I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see what the organic traffic is on stuff like this. Is it like a, that dot com bubble? Like, you better get in there and make some AI. That's what quick. I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering because I imagine at some point they're going to cut it off to where you can't be using people's likenesses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but right now you can. Yeah. You just own the rights to Big Bird and Ice Skates. Well, you know? Like, yeah. you, you got to think, like, if I'm if I'm a painter, right, mm-hmm. and I paint a portrait of, let's say, Princess Diana. Right. Like, it's her likeness. She doesn't she doesn't get any, or the family doesn't get any royalties, royalties from yeah. that because mm-hmm. I created it, right? But it's a picture of her. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. And, and, and so I don't know how they're going to curtail any of this where people are using people's likenesses. To create art, I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and, and so like when I told my parents about it this afternoon, she's like, "Well, let's see what you can do with Dolly." Yeah, and so I made some Dolly Parton art this afternoon too. <laughs> it's definitely a little messed up, right? It is, it is. <laughs> but it is. I'm like, okay, like I want to play with it and see what happens, right? Just organically. It's not like Photoshop hasn't been around forever either, right? right? You yeah, know? Like you can grab it's a picture really and you can play step. around with it and do, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That this is just a little bit different where like all you have to do is know the language right. to input into the AI in order to get the image that you want. That's pretty crazy. Um, I'll show you guys after the show. It's nuts. What if, I mean, it's hard to notice why we're in it too, but this whole AI thing, like we're in the boom. It's kind of like how I imagine the early 2000, right when the internet came, like we're, uh-huh. we're kind of right here in the middle of it. Well, so it's kind of fun to appreciate sometimes. It, it is, is it fun to appreciate, but the boom was like five years ago. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. Be, be, I mean, be, not, not like really because for me it felt more recent. I guess well, no, it's because it's become more public, yeah, and accessible. It has accelerated in the last year, yeah. Right. But the boom happened five years okay. ago, big time. Yeah, like the 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 people the people who were developing this stuff five ten years ago, mm-hmm. and, and and people will tell you all the time like the government has has had this stuff oh, right, yeah, for years. And, and now we're just getting, like, a glimpse of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, like, it's now you're starting to see the businesses come out of it, right? Because you start seeing, like, ChatGBT yeah. and, and these other services where you can pay a subscription. Like, that didn't come out of nowhere. Right. right? You know, that's, that's been developed over years. And now they got people with, like, fake commercials, you know? They got so much. Oh, yeah. Like, you heard Joe Rogan talk about, like, there's so many fake commercials of him out there. Cause right. 
I get hours and hours of his voice, you know. Oh, I saw a fake yeah. Ryan Reynolds commercial the other day. Yep. Yeah, and it was like definitely had nothing to do with him. Well, know? I mean, like all, all you have to do is go, okay, watch, I think, oh, what was it, season two of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. where the Luke Skywalker shows up, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And it's it's not Mark Hamill. Nope. Right. It's just like a graphic they got it. imitation yeah. of him, and it looks just like him. Yep. It talks just like him. Mm-hmm. Right. The actors are engaging him. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it was a while. I remember that Tupac hologram concert was a while back now. Oh, like, yeah. Seven, that might have been like eight years ago. Yeah. I st- uh, until they release some evidence, I still don't think he's there. Yeah, he's still around. <laughs> he's out there. Like, Tupac's alive. I'm just saying. Well, that, he's in Puerto Okay, Rico. so I saw a news story about that the other day, and I haven't followed the Tupac thing. I don't know a whole lot about it, but yeah. I saw that they arrested a guy in Las Vegas. They did. Uh, in in regards to his murder, yeah, but they but they haven't released anything about who this alleged person actually. But they arrested is. somebody. They did arrest someone? Wasn't he did he? <laughs> it, was, it was Ice Cube. <laughs> it, was one, it was one of those guys. Yeah. All right, we got one more question. Oh, so sorry, man. Yeah. No, 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 no you're no, good. No, we, no, this is important. This is why the questions are good. That's exactly right. So, last question is this: He's taking a peek. He's cheating. All right. <laughs> What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? Oh, man. Um, and this is, I think this is one um, I'm still working on. Um, man, I, I think especially as a business owner, I guess anything you're dealing with, there's so many times um, where you have these moments where you feel like you're drowning. You feel like it's just too much. Um, I don't know how to do this exactly or do this exactly, but I think I heard someone say, um, you know, it feels like you're just sinking and falling. Sometimes, uh, maybe you don't know every little thing here. Maybe you're new here, but just someone, it's very simple. Just why, um, you know, why drown when you can swim? You know, we all have the ability, even though we may not be good at something, we all have the ability to work and make us change yourself. You know, you could change yourself so many ways. I've reinvented myself like multiple times, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, way different. I was even 10 years ago, but any, any kind of problem you have, maybe it's not an instant solution, but you could swim, you know, instead of just drown, you just keep swimming. You can, I get a little Nemo in there. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, that's, that's just it. Keep swimming. Anytime you're dealing with something, why drown when you could swim? You have there, even though may, you may not know them, there are steps out of what you do. Um, and just continuing to move, I think is better than stagnating and which I've done a lot. <laughs> it's where I'm just like, sure. I feel stuck and I just stay stuck. Yeah. Instead of just keep moving, you know, um, don't drown in how bad the day was or what's going on in your personal life or what's going on work right. Just can, you know, keep on swimming. So I don't know. I heard that. It was so, I've heard so many motivational quotes and mm-hmm. that one was four words long. And I got, uh, you know, why drown when you could swim? Yeah. Do you know who it was from? Um, cartoon show called Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it was on in the background. I don't really watch the show. Yeah. I just heard a little clip from it and, oh, I loved it. I loved it so yeah. much. Yeah. And I was like, that's enough. That's good. There you go. Yep. I didn't watch a whole lot of it, but I got that part and I was like, I get it. Yep. I'm going to take that with me. A little yeah. wisdom from Bojack. Yeah. A little nice. wisdom from Bojack. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, thank you so much for no, taking is, the time, this man. Was a blast. Good, good, good. We, we've had a good time as well. And, and honestly, it's, it's funny because, he mentioned it earlier in the show. Like we, we've talked about having a water remediation uh, episode for a long time, mm-hmm. just to haven't had it, haven't yeah. had it materialize. So, thank you for adding this to our repertoire. And and for for those of you out there, like 
I, I hope that you've listened to the episode because there's a lot of really good nuggets that, that I think you can take away. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you're listening right now and have not already subscribed to our show, what is wrong? Why have you not subscribed already? Something wrong in your right, noggin. Guys, Go ahead, like, subscribe, do all the things. And if you would, head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating review. That would be fantastic. Not a one-star. Not a one-star like, what's her name? And uh, Grafaldo. That's Grifaldo. it. <laughs> and until next time, y'all, we'll see you later. See you. Bye.